How does a free multi-camera home security system sound to you? I got your attention now. Check out First Guardian Security Services. My friend Jerry Forrest is the regional manager there. He can be reached directly by text or phone call at 769-823-0034. He's going to get you set up with a brand new free multi-camera home security system for new customers only. That's going to include a video doorbell camera, an outside camera, window, door sensors, and a motion sensor. Free installation. There is a one-time activation fee. He'll go over all that with you. You're also going to get a lifetime warranty on the whole system, and you're going to be able to save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance, depending upon who your homeowner is. Check them out online, myfirstguardian.com, or just call or text Jerry directly, 769-823-0034. That's Jerry Forrest with First Guardian Security Services. Monitoring services provided by Vector Security. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Monday. We made it through a, another weekend. No small feet. I might add, of course, you know, we live in an area that's dominated politically and demographically by Democrats. And, of course, here in Jackson, the more virulent form of Democrat, the Democrat head. And uh, keeping to their, uh, to I guess, I don't know if it's their Declaration of Independence or their preamble or what. But uh, senseless murder, random violence, and general mayhem has visited upon the city of Jackson. I think there was 10 or 11 shootings. Uh, three dead, which means that they could certainly stand to go and get some gun training. Two gun tacticals available, twogontactical.com. Shameless plug for one of our advertisers, but we're going to have to get that count up. We can't be putting all that lead down range and only getting three casualties out of it. Now, something going to have to be dead about this here situation. But we'll talk about that later on. In the meantime, folks, using the full weight of my local influence and some uh, dollar bills, <clears throat> we've secured the presence of one. Gannon Burton, Colonel Gannon Burton. He's in the studios with us today, and uh, he is offering himself up for service for public office. And before we get any further ado, I'm going to let Gannon introduce himself, say hello, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Because, you know, in Mississippi, you got to tell them uh, who you is and who your mama name is and where you're from and all that. So get the, the pleasantries out the way here. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. It's great to be here with you today, and what a wonderful day we got, frankly, to fly down here. Uh, I'm from uh, up in northeast Mississippi, uh, Tishomeo County. I was uh, born in Mississippi, actually born in Red Bay, Alabama, but our trailer was in Itawamba County, just north of Fulton. And uh, I ended up graduating from Belmont High School, and I got a uh, scholarship to a prestigious university called Northeast Mississippi Community College. Mm. And they asked me what you want to do when I got there, and I said, uh, what makes the most money in four years? And they said, electrical engineering. So I said, okay, let's mm. do that. Turns out had great teachers, great coaches, great preachers. And a buddy of mine joined the Marine Corps, and I was like, you know what, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and sign up with you. Uh, and I signed up with him, and uh, it turns out if you've been lost in the woods in Knoxville Forest, if you've shot deer that were on the hoof and running, and if you, uh, uh, and you did two-a-day two football practice in August here in Mississippi, you're pretty well set up for whatever the Marine Corps was going <laughs> to throw at you. Paris Island was a duck walking. Well, it went to Quantico because it was for officer, officer uh, oh, okay. school. but. Anyway, I, from there, I went to Mississippi State, and I ended up getting that electrical engineering degree. Got married to a beautiful woman named Carol from uh, Tishomingo, 
Mississippi, uh, and we've been together for over 30 years. We got two kids, I got two grandkids, and uh, and then we went uh, on into the Marine Corps. Graduated number one out of 243 lieutenants at the uh, the basic school, and that included kids from Harvard, Yale, and all the service academies. But like I said, Mississippi preps you well uh, mm. for the Marine Corps. Uh, they asked me what I wanted to do when I got in the Marine Corps, and I, and I said, I, I didn't really know. I just thought you shoot and stab people. And they said, no, no, no silly, there's all kinds of <laughs> you jobs. You're <some> Jackson. <laughs> they said, no, there's just all kinds of jobs. So you got artillery and infantry, logistics and all kinds of – and we got a bunch of pilots. I go, okay, you got pilots? Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to try that. I want to fly. I'd seen Top Gun, right? And uh, so they said, all right, you got to take a test. Well, again, great teachers in, in college had me set up for that, so I passed that and then uh, ended up getting a, an aviation contract. And I uh, got to go down to Pensacola, Florida, and uh, and then come up here to Meridian, Mississippi, where I got my wings uh, back in 1996. Uh, graduated at the top of my class again, so I got to select uh, F-18s and, uh, and wow. went off to be an F-18 pilot. And ended up doing, you know, combat, uh, my first combat missions were right there. You know, remember when uh, Bill Clinton had that whole distraction going on with uh, Monica Lewinsky or needed a distraction from Monica yeah, Lewinsky. Yeah, blew up the asthma. <laughs> yeah, well, we ended up going We ended up going to Tazar Hungary and, and bombing Serbia during that oh, time. Oh, okay, yeah, and, yeah, uh, I was just watching something that today. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if that was so, wag the dog or not, but looking back on it, it seems like uh, Madeleine Albright wanted to get mixed up in Europe, and uh, she had an excuse once they, they had, uh, had the goods on uh, Bill Clinton there to, to do something, but mm. that's a little too much. <laughs> wow. And I went to... Uh, just doing my best. Went to Top Gun. Uh, was a was an instructor in the squadron, and then turned around and uh, went to Air Force Test Pilot School, and then ended up coming back. And uh, after my test tour and a year in Iraq, I, I did a uh, went and served on the John C. Stennis for three years and got to fly off that aircraft carrier, uh, which uh, was kind of cool. Just having the Mississippi namesake there. And then uh, ended up getting command uh, twice, uh, once in combat, and then the second was of the biggest F-18 squadron, the training unit for the for the Marine Corps uh, there in Miramar. Went to Korea for a couple years. The COVID broke out and came home. Finished up with my last tour in the Pentagon. And uh, in that last tour, uh, I just saw a country that was coming apart in a military that was almost not recognizable uh, anymore, especially after the, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't break any, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't. You don't bite your I don't bite my tongue on this. That election was rigged. So yeah. after that rigged election, and that really broke my heart. Yeah. And then, you know, I took leave on January sixth and went down to listen to the president speak and walked past in our our, wow. our house just a few blocks of the Capitol. So we walked back past the Capitol and I couldn't participate or wave hands or, or do anything like that. And I wasn't. So I just kind of kept on the periphery and watched and stopped. And uh, we stopped there at the Capitol to watch, and we saw people moving barriers around and yeah. setting people up to go into the Capitol. Now we kind of have all the tapes coming together. At the time, as it was tough to put together, right. but I knew something wasn't right because we were very clean-cut-looking dudes that were opening the barriers and stuff mm-hmm. and waving people into the Capitol. And then I and I saw that. Then I went home and that evening and saw how it was being portrayed. And I just thought, I said, man, if you came to if you came to our, our Capitol and you thought the election was rigged, which it was, uh, and you wanted to protest, you would have been waved into that capital and entrapped, and you could be in jail, and people still are in jail today. And, and, it, and there's going to be a wave of more uh, people being arrested going into the new year. Uh, sadly, uh, I am just, and you know what, I, and I don't want to make, I don't want to get to your campaign, but what I'm so disappointed about, I guess it's the same thing Trump is now disappointed about, because when he went to D.C., 
he actually thought, and I believe this in my heart of hearts because I don't know what's in his head,、uh, but if there were more people who loved America enough not to do the things that are being done to Chris, I mean, the Chris Rays of the world and the Comers and the who, who all's a book, you know, I mean, it's these SESs. Uh, higher up folks who have just basically just decided they're going to take the country over. I mean, we can sit up here and try to pretend that that's not the case, but it's pretty clear that、uh, whether it's Miley, Mathis,、uh, all the other uh, uh, Joint Chiefs folks, there, there's something just terribly wrong or worse. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, the next day I got up on the 7th and,、uh, and I was just, I just, I'd had it. I realized that. I'd lost my moral authority to stand over those caskets in the middle of the nights in faraway lands, and I'd done that. And you're standing there on the back of a C 130 or a C 17, and there's a couple young men or women in, in a box, and in the back of your head, you know that their parents probably don't even know they're dead yet, right?、Mm-hmm. And here they are, having given the last full measure. And you could, you could,、uh, you know, you could, you could. Make and justify that in your mind living in a free country where you have a vote and you're participating. And even if you don't vote, that's participating because you're making a decision not to vote. But when you just have industrial scale voter fraud like we had,、right. and then good people, the people who I thought were good federal representatives, didn't step up and use their full voice to call that out, you know, and you had people actually, you know, we had a couple, a couple senators and, or a senator and a representative vote against certifying that. Right.、Uh, but we also had,、uh, you know, Senator Wicker that voted to certify it. And there's no way that he does not know that there was industrial scale fraud, in my opinion. I don't,、mm. believe, I don't believe he could, that, that it's impossible for him not to know that that was a coup of an election and that all of these power structures got in there and rigged that thing.、Mm-hmm. And we saw Bill Barr and the DOJ turn. We saw them, you know, they went and started briefing Mitch McConnell instead of briefing the President of the United States about what was going on in that election.、Mm-hmm. Gina Aspel, the CIA director at the time, had w e n t up there and done that. But. <clears throat> I, I was just like, okay, that's it. I got to retire. I got to get out. Now, they offered a bunch of people retiring. They offered me an opportunity to go to the Brookings Institute for a year. I said, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that because that's, where, that's a liberal think tank in Washington, D.C. That's where I believe a lot of these bad ideas are fostered and come out of. I think you know, the Frankfurt School of leftism、right. kind of went from Germany and came over here you know, after World War II and, and kind of found its way into Brookings.、Uh, and I wanted to go see where that is and be able to fight the beast better you know, later on as a civilian. But、uh, as it turns out, Uh, the, you know, I, I, so I pulled my paperwork back to stay in for just one more year to do that. And it turns out then、uh, in May, sorry, in June,、uh, my stepmother had taken the first Moderna shot. Three weeks after that, she took the second shot. Three weeks after that, she had blood clots in her lungs and she was gone.、Wow. And then, you know what happened right at the same time? They rolled out that vaccine mandate. I didn't know as much about it as I know now about the injuries and heart failures and people that are just dying, but at the time I knew it was wrong. I knew、mm-hmm. it was still experimental. And they had that vaccine mandate. And I said, you know, I, I sat down with the doctor. I said, I need a waiver for this. He says, he says, we're not really doing religious exemptions for this thing. And I said, I don't need a religious exemption. I need a common sense exemption. I said, does this thing, does this thing give you,、uh, does this thing keep you from getting COVID? No.、Mm-hmm. Does it keep you from spreading COVID? No. I go, you know, I'm retiring in a year. What's the long term effects? Like, They couldn't tell me. So I was like, I got to get out. I said, that's it. I got out within 90 days. I was on terminal leave and back here. You know,、uh, my dad's a contractor up in Northeast Mississippi. I said, I, I get a loan. I need to build a place up there and get back and a place where we got deer and, <laughs> and,、uh, and fresh water and fish and,、uh, and can 
plant a garden and all that to become a little bit self-sufficient because I'm like, this is not sustainable what the country's doing right. to itself right now. I mean, if you're if you're at all paying attention to the vaccine, would you send your kid into the military knowing they're still pushing them to get it even though it's not mandatory? Right. And making them have to get a religious exemption right. to you know for something that, that's detrimental, that we know harms it. And then, Folks, we're talking with Colonel uh, Gannon Burton. He's a candidate for U.S. Senate. He's here in the studios with us giving us a, a, a little bit about himself, and we're, gonna do, we're just going to let him talk. We're going to hold off on the phone calls. Uh, we're going to let him get his uh, comments out, and then if there's time, we'll take uh, uh, calls. But we just want him to continue to, you know, let people know here in central Mississippi uh, who can, uh, Gannon Burton is and why he's running. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, so, you know, we got back home, uh, and Carol and I uh, – blessed you know 30 years we both have worked most of our lives uh i obviously did she was she she finished up her degree i mean she's an amazing woman herself you ever get when you get her down here just so she you can uh, do an interview with her but mm-hmm. uh so i went to a republican meeting uh after after i kind of knew that that i had secured you know a secure place to be and kind of stabilize the family back in mississippi and uh and we just started talking about this stuff and people were like yeah that's exactly right yeah, they, they the things that i'm just telling you about they were all feeling but there was no one, you know, around, yeah. up there. There's, there was no one in a position of high authority that was speaking to it. They said, "We got to get you out and start speaking." And we got this vision in our head that if we could get around to the, you know, enough conservative groups or enough, you know, speak at schools anywhere we can and talk about the truth about what is going on in this country, if we could just tell the truth and get that out there and get people to engage their federal representatives, then our federal representatives would pick up their mic and they would go to work for us. You know, and it and I was, you know, it's naive to me on my part because I've been in the Marine Corps for 30 years, you know, and I just I mean, you believe just as many, we all grew up believing it, you know, but go ahead. I'm sorry, but I understand where you're coming. Trump was the same way. He just believed that there was enough people who loved America in the right positions that would do it. And of course, you know, we know how that turned out. Yeah. So, you know, so we did that for a year and a half. And I, and I said, you know, I was very specific. You know, I was like, hey, Senator Wicker is the senior federal representative. He could push back against this badness. He could stop the Senate in its tracks and close that border if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He could go like Tommy Tuberville mm-hmm. and put his reputation and everything on the line and take all the slings and arrows from Washington, D.C. and use that seniority that he has. But mm-hmm. what, you know, and people say, we need that seniority. We need that seniority. What's it well, doing? if I put a bat in your hand and you you and you and you just let it sit there on the ground and let the pitches go by, why, why do you why do we have a why, why would you have a bat in your hand? <laughs> He's the best at it. Yeah, but he won't pick the bat up. Right. So, uh, I was you know we we, we kind of pushed it as long off as long as we could to, to make a decision. So uh, you know this summer I actually was went out west and I uh, picked up a job uh, doing aerial firefighting. So uh, you know in the summertime. You know, I, I'm out there flying these air tankers around and dropping on fires. And, and frankly, for me as a fighter pilot and a guy that has, uh, you know, dropped bombs and, and done all that, uh, it was ridiculously rewarding to do that in peacetime for right. fires, you know, not, you know, saving lives instead of taking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got the whole setup there. So you got firefighters on the ground, you got other airplanes that you're coordinating with, and then you got tanker base and all the logistics right. kind of go with it. So it's a, it's a big complex operation, and you get to, uh, and, you, and then you get the, you know, you still get a, a great speed rush because you're dropping about sixty feet off the deck on these mm. things. So, so it was good. But I, I you know, I just kept, kind of stayed engaged over the summertime with what was going on, uh, and just kind of kept pressing. And then got back, started doing some speeches again. I go, he's, he's just not going to move. He's just, I got to run, you know. Yeah. And so I just said, you know, made the decision there. Uh, well. At the end of October, I was like, I've, I waited as long as I can. I, I got to do this. I think God's called me to, to do it. I, I don't think He protected me from 
all of these things my whole life, uh, you know, from five combat deployments, got me through two commands, uh, you know, night aircraft carrier landings. I mean, the only thing that makes me really emotional scared is night aircraft. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of faith and a lot of training that, that's required. Folks, we're talking with uh, Colonel Gannon Burton. He's a candidate for U.S. Senate. Before we go to the break, I want to remind you our hotline numbers is brought to you by our friends over at Complete Exteriors, Roofing and Gutters. Uh, their number is 601-326-2755. Mr. Gannon, before we go to uh, break, what is, do you have a social media presence you want to throw out, how people can check you out? Absolutely. Burton4, that's Burton, the number 4, USSenate.com. Burton, the number 4, USSenate.com. If you type in Gannon Burton on Facebook, I'll pop up as well as Twitter. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. It's Monday. Uh, we have Lieutenant Colonel, uh, is it Lieutenant Colonel? Colonel. Colonel uh, Gannon Burton here in the studios. He's a candidate for U.S. Senate against Roger Wigur. And uh, before we get to them, we want to remind you the AC doctor stands at the ready to help you with your heating and air conditioning unit. As you know, it's been cold here lately, and if your heat is not what you want it to be, well, your comfort is their concern. Give them a call, 601 706 4551-601-706-4551 or on the web, ACDR, that DR stands for doctor, ACDR.com. And I might add going out here is that the AC doctor is Central Mississippi's foremost authority on geothermal. People who've had geothermal units installed by others call the AC doctor to get it working right because that's what he do. He's the troubleshooter extraordinaire. So we encourage you to check out the ACDR.com the number 706-4551, located in downtown Brandon, Mississippi. All right, back to the colonel. All right, my friend. Look, I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing. I, I like the resoluteness of your voice, the uh, uh, the fact that you it's clear you love America, your sacrifice, your service. Uh, I grew up in a little small town, uh, Norman Rockwell-type setting, uh, where even to this day, you know, they, the Boy Scouts and the... Uh, Veterans of foreign wars, everybody's marching, hands over the heart. It's one of those type situations. Uh, so we salute you, and uh, uh, I'm getting excited just listening to what you're describing here. But continue on. Bless us with your words, as Kenny Stokes would say. <laughs> well, we, we kind of left off with making the making the decision and putting it off to the to the last possible moment to get to get uh, to get Roger to to step up. You know, he could have. He could just got up there on the Senate floor and say, "We are stop. We're not moving any budgets. You know what we're going to do? We're going to read every bill until this border is closed." Right. He could have done that. That was in his power uh, to do it. And so, like we got, we got to get going on this. Uh, and so we came up. We've had some folks that we'd worked with, uh, with, you know, uh, with digital outreach and stuff, with the other stuff we were doing. So we basically repurposed them. We we ramped up the campaign here. And we got a very simple message, which is we can do better. We can do better. We we and we and we have to for our kids. If if we don't now, then I think we are basically relegating them to the dustbins of history, and we're re- relegating, you know, freedom and liberty to it. And we're certainly this country right now with what we're doing to our kids, what we're allowing to have happen to our kids, mm-hmm. allowing their minds to be poisoned, you know, through critical race theory. We're allowing their bodies to be poisoned from fentanyl coming in over an open border. Uh, and God shouldn't be happy with us, if, mm. especially if we don't stand up and use whatever liberty we have while we have it. And so 
the big and the big thing here too is I, I want folks to know that this race is very winnable. Okay, I I spent a bunch of my own money on a really good poll that that went went out and collected the votes on on how many people were actually going to vote in the March 12th primary. Mm-hmm. I can't say that enough. March 12th primary, and there were 700 people who were going to vote vote in it, and if they knew that Colonel Burton was running against Roger Wicker, and Colonel Burton was from Mississippi, went to Top Gun, five combat deployments, two-time commander, and they knew that Roger Wicker voted against Trump's border wall, that I would get 56% of the vote. Wow. Now, he's going to get 35% of the vote because people are going to vote for that seniority. But again, for all you out there listening on that seniority, what Roger Wicker's going to do for you is he's going to get you the best seat and the best table on the Titanic mm-hmm. with the best music. Mm. And then he's going to let you run right into an iceberg. Well, all, all I want to do is get you from England to New York. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So if if you know if he would taking care of the basics, and these are basic things, because we actually have you know one thing traveling around is you know we fight and argue here in Mississippi and local politics and everything else like we should, but at the end of the day. Everyone is basically trying to do the best they can for their communities. You know, there's there's corruption, there's bad things, and you folks who've been around here longer are probably more more uh, familiar with it. But what I see is, is folks that, for the most part, are trying. But w- the the tide that is being allowed to come in right now is is something that can't be stopped when the federal government is this corrupt. And our federal government is destroying all the good deeds that are being done here in Mississippi. And mm-hmm. that's why you have things like your children now, because we have a corrupt Department of Education, you know, when, when in 2000, about 2% of the kids thought they were something other than uh, straight, now it's 20%. That That's not happening by accident. That's on purpose. That's because we have a very corrupt Department of Education that is basically bringing down the population of the United States. And, you know, the, you know, we, we, can't in Mississippi thrive when our, when our diesel fuel goes to $5 a gallon, you know, and especially then the price of beef doesn't come up. So we've, we've allowed, we've allowed this inflation to come in and the big portion of it, the the main portion has been the cost of energy. And then also after that is the reckless spending, the absolutely reckless spending, uh, that we've seen from, uh, Roger Wicker and, and Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Folks, we're talking with Colonel uh, Gannon Burton. He's a candidate for the U.S. Senate against Roger Wicker. As you know, Roger Wicker has, he's lost his way. We spent, they say on the record, $200 billion. It's clearly more than that on Ukraine at primarily his urging. Certainly he was one of the first out the box urging us, right? Absolutely. And the thing is here is this is, this is a bill that we've put upon ourselves because we destabilized Russia and Ukraine back in 2014 with a color revolution. We had our State Department folks go in there and basically run a color revolution. Now, the guy that was in there, was he corrupt before? Sure, it's Ukraine. They were. But at the end of the day, that was Russia's guy, and it was his buffer against an expanding pressure from NATO. Now, now the thing is, is the globalists want this one-world government, and they see Russia as a big impediment to that. But we need to look at it from our own traditional senses here of what's good for the United States of America. And what's good for the United States of America is a Russia that whatever it does internally does one thing for the rest of the world. And that's the whole reason back in the 1500s that Russia was founded. And that is to keep the Mongol hordes from coming through and tearing up Europe. Mm -hmm. Because if Russia fails, Mm -hmm. if that state fails, I guarantee you within 72 hours, 
the Chinese will be in tanks going north into Upper Siberia and taking the resources that they need to dominate the world. Right. And then you're going to have a bipolar sex instead of having a trilateral section where you got a, a, you know three basic nuclear powers staring at each other and keeping everybody in line. That goes to two. And we know in history when there's only two powers, mm-hmm. there's going to be a war. It's and it's going to happen very fast. We have a, a caller with a question. We have Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, uh, glad to hear that there's somebody that's going to push Roger Wicker uh, around a little bit out on the political stage. Happy to hear that. Uh, had one comment, and I hope it helps your uh, your guests there. It, it was no first week of November of 2022. Roger Wicker stood on the stage in Madison and before about 200 people when he was asked, would you support impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden, Mayorkas, Garland, and Lloyd Austin for clear violations of the Constitution? He actually said no, he wouldn't. And his reasoning was he gave two reasons, that it would take too long in the Senate to have a trial, and he thinks it's better to hold them accountable by the power of the purse. He immediately turned around after the, the Republicans didn't win the Senate and he voted for the omnibus bill, which not only gave money to those departments, but gave them more money than they were asking for. Now, my question on top of that is we know what's going to happen when you challenge a Mississippi Republican in the state of Mississippi. The Republican establishment is going to flood the zone with the helps of another radio station down the dial with the help of the print media. And they're going to try to suck up all the available oxygen in the area. In the area, right? How do you plan to counter that with Roger Wicker? Yeah, they're going to call you a liberal, call you a communist. I think that's going to be a hard sell, but don't think they won't try it. <laughs> hey, Chris, appreciate it. Hold on. All right, brother. Yeah. So here's here's the big thing: is I just got to get people to. It's going to have to be a grassroots organization. I can tell you that having traveled around, the the actual people who do the work. Are much more conservative. The people that we've that you've you all have built up to go to man the polls to to, to run the party apparatus. Those folks are conservative. They're not, and they're real conservatives, and they recognize what's going on. I don't I don't see a lot of pushback, or haven't felt a lot of pushback from any of these things that I've 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 I've, I've kind of brought up there. So the key to it is is I've already kind of dried the grass because a, a lot more people know me, at least in the grassroots organizing field, because I've, I, we did the group Mississippi for America first. We spoke. We challenged the establishment. And so I think the grass is dry now that we're running. We're, we've got to light it, and I've got to get as many people as I can to go to BurtonForUSSenate.com and spread that website out and tell folks, hey, there's a bunch of videos of this guy. You can you can measure him. You We've got almost – hour worth of little clip of three three to five minute clips of all these different topics and all these topics are things that i'm telling you are the truth and you when you hear it it resonates because the truth will set you free and the truth doesn't need to be set free that you just tell the truth it 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 defends itself it doesn't you don't have to defend it but someone has to say it and so the most folks when i'm talking you're going to you're going to feel that power in my voice saying what you already know is true, and you've just been waiting for someone to actually say it. That's uh, Colonel Gannon Burton, U.S. Senate. You can find him on Facebook, G-A, is it G-A? G-H-A, G-H-A, N-N-O-N. All right, Gannon Burton. So check him out. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And in the studios, we have the real deal, Holyfield. We got 
uh, Gannon Burton, Colonel Gannon Burton, Marine Corps.、Uh, he's offering himself up against Roger Wigur, the,、uh, uh, the $200 billion man. He, Wicker gives all this money to Ukraine with no strings attached, and we can't get a sewer system to.、Uh, Develop Western Hines County going all the way over to Vicksburg, Hines and Warren County, because he's giving all the money to Ukraine. And then we got the match it,、uh, pick up cans on the side of the road、uh, to get the money to fix it. So I'm hoping Mr. Gannon here is going to offer us some relief.、Uh, America first is what I'm talking about, brother. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you look at what Roger Wicker did when he, when he voted for the、uh, Green New Deal, I call it, you know, it wasn't exactly a Green New Deal, but that big, massive, ominous package that has all these subsidies for, you know, pie in the sky,、uh, electric vehicles and stuff. That inflated our economy so bad that ev- all the additional money for roads and bridges actually went down in terms of real purchasing power because the cost of diesel fuel, the cost of material, You know, went absolutely through the roof. So you, you've, got to, you've got to get some discipline back in, in Washington, D.C. And, and, and it's not going to be pretty. You're going to have to stand up and you're going to have to be not friendly with those people there, but you're going to have to use the power that you've got、uh, while you have it. And again, you know, like I said, people, there's a bunch of people out there that are going to vote for him just because he's incumbent and he's got, he's got that incumbent stick, but he is not swinging that stick. And, he's, and it's the federal government where the problem is because the people in Mississippi are trying. Is, As bad as things can be from time to time, we're much better off in this culture war than a lot of other states、uh, because we have, we have you know, good Christian、uh, folks who get up every day and they just do their best. They don't try to overthink it, but they're good and you can count on them uh, uh, for the most part. It's in the places where you, you, where you denigrate、uh, religion and you, and you go in there with a, an agenda. To take power like they did here in Jackson. I guess we've got what the most、uh, radical mayor、uh, <laughs> in the world is, is how he tells himself. Well, well, you can look at the results of that because now you've got people who are getting in, into power, but they're getting it to get more power, not to actually use it to help, to help folks out. You know? And so it's like, what's the point of him being there and having all that if he's not going to actually stop the wokeness in the military? If he's actually not going to stop generals. Uh, from you know, pushing transgenders out there and having transgender surgeries,、uh, for Lord's sake. And you can, you know, the, the degradation or depredation of our society seems like it seems to win. Well, he's got a big voice. He's one of 100 in Washington, D.C. He could be out there talking about it. And that's、mm-hmm. what I, you know, and I, and I tried. I tried my best to get him to get on the national stage and start talking about these cultural issues, too, that are destroying the fabric of the country. Because if you lose the culture, nothing else is going to prosper. It, it can't. You know, we, if we give up on Western civilization, then, you know, you know, how did we get to this point where we could actually have this kind of country only to sit here at the, at the, at the basically the execution phase of enjoying、mm-hmm. it to let it just rot away in our fingertips because we let the culture go where it was the culture、uh, and those Judeo Christian values that basically set us up for,、uh, for success, you know? Well, you know, it, it, I always wonder where does the Roger Wickers of the world think that they're going to be living? Uh, after they get done destroying all that they've benefited from. Oh, right. I mean, they're living at the top of society, and yet they didn't want to destroy it for the lowest man on the totem pole. So you got it. I mean, in, in this two tier justice system that he's allowing to have happen, where, where it's obvious that they're going after, you know, FBI funds and DOJ funds are being used to go after、uh, Joe Biden's political opponent,、uh, obviously.、Uh, 
He's saying absolutely <laughs> nothing about that. Where he could have stopped that, he could have he could have sequestered their the DOJ's budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a rigged election. He didn't talk about that. When you, and you know the people in the Justice Department that are supposed to look at that is the public integrity section. He could have he could have sequestered those budgets. And you got to ask yourself exactly what what does he how does he think he's got a lifeboat on this ship, right? Right. You know, so he goes off to Davos to the World Economic Forum and hang, and hangs out with the globalist uh, a couple times since I've been home and i'm thinking you know if if i went over there i might go over there just like i would have went to brookings but over there to chew their butts like president trump did you remember when president trump went to the davos and world economic forum Mm -hmm. he got in front of the world stage and he said the future does not belong to the globalist it belongs to strong and free nations and that was a powerful statement and he just went right into the lion's den swinging the bat right now they rigged an election after that and all the power centers went out but it also exposed them for who they are Roger Wicker could have been part of that team. He could have been a mess. He didn't have to agree with Trump on all these things or, or even half the things. But if he just agreed on the things that we sent him up there to agree with us on mm-hmm. and he was fighting for us and visible, you know, it wouldn't be demoralizing down here. And we would have probably feel better about the future with him in office. I just can't feel good about the future with Roger Wicker in office because, frankly, he just hasn't done anything to fight when all this madness has went on for the past uh, four years. Folks, again, as Burton for Senate. That's Burton for Senate. That's the number four. Burton, the number four, U.S. Senate. I'm sorry, dot com. Burton for U.S. Senate dot com. Check it out. And if you want to help out, if you want to communicate, if you want to offer assistance, advice, uh, concerns, prayers, this is the way you can do it. He is running hard. He's uh, he's stamped on both sides. He's certified. His credentials are impeccable. We just commend him to you, folks. We need more. Folks are willing going to just stand there flat-footed and say things as they are. You know, we had a caller a couple weeks ago who said, well, talking about the uh, GOP candidates and Vivek and that we didn't know anything about Vivek. Well, I didn't know anything about you, but I can hear what you're saying. And no, you don't have a reservoir that I can draw up on and say, well, he will vote this way, this way here. But I know that your core value, you have a compass that points due north, and that's important. And uh, because that resonates with me and people who are seeker, respecter and followers of truth, we can get behind that. I don't need to see uh, behind the curtain on all the other things because you don't have to take this position knowing that that's going to just draw the fire of those who would prefer a Roger Wicker. So I had tip to you. And then I tell all those timid folks out there, don't overanalyze everything. Get your spiritual compass uh, pointed due north. You're going to be okay. If not, you're not going to be okay. I'm sorry. I had to get on my soul. You brought up a great point there about not overthinking things, right? Like the the things you see are the things you see. God gave you eyes to see and ears to hear. Mm -hmm. And when you hear someone say that little kids are going in and having uh, transition surgeries and it offends you, it's because God taught you to be offended by that, right? right? You should be speaking up against that. When you hear that you lost two Vietnams or 100,000 people a year to one drug. Now, Vietnam was almost 10 years long. We lost twice that number in one year to one drug coming in through an open border, and that's fentanyl. And a country cannot sustain itself you know, on that uh, trajectory. And we know that, so speak up and speak out about that. Find your and voice. Find your voice, absolutely. And I, I, I commend you uh, for, sa- for saying that. Let me give a, a couple specifics sure. on, on, uh, on, on things like uh, how we actually – get ourselves back uh, on the right track. Mm-hmm. Today, you probably read that U.S. Steel was bought. U.S. Steel was bought by a foreign com- uh, country. Mm. 
and we I can't believe that. You know, we've let the U.S. Steel go. And one of the big things President Trump was doing, I'll support him, and we'll, and we'll get it done, is we're going to bring our supply chains back. We're going to do it through some old-school tariffs, mm-hmm. and we're going to use those tariffs to do two things. One is make sure that the infrastructure is in place for the companies that we're trying to bring back and the industries we need to be bring back, but we're also going to prop up and 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 extend what we can do for Social Security and Medicare so that those key programs that people need don't go away. They paid into them and everything else, but the value of those programs right now through the inflation is 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 actually uh, making that retirement much harder on everybody, right? And so your Social Security checks don't go as far. And then, you know, I I, I don't want you to go away thinking that, you know, it's, it is all doom and gloom, but the fact of the matter is this. In the last three years, the life expectancy in the United States has went down three years, and it's went down not just because of COVID. It's went down because of vaccines that don't work. It's went 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 down because of the fentanyl coming over the border, and the sheer depravity of our culture has led to suicides that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And folks, if if we don't step up and stand up at this moment, I think twenty four is is basically it's all in the marbles. President Trump has said it. I think you've said it. I just don't. I'm trying to visualize, you know, past twenty twenty four of actually living in a free country where there's liberty, where we don't have a two-tier justice system, where our kids aren't being you know, taught there's something against what God made them. Right. Uh, I don't see, if we don't win this thing, and if President Trump doesn't win it, and we don't have people behind him that fight along with him, then, uh, folks, it, it's, it's going to be much, much rougher on everybody going forward. And I, I really worry that they're going to take all of our freedoms. And Roger, you know, he may think he's got a lifeboat on this, but I guarantee he doesn't, because once there's... Once that justice system is completely broken, mm-hmm. they're going to come after anybody in That's power right. for anything. He That's won't right. be able to protect or hold off the hordes at all. And if he had been fighting and holding off the hordes, I would be happy having done five combat deployments to let him do that. I, and I would not mess with him. If he was if he was giving me the presentation of a Kennedy from right. Louisiana, if he right. was if he was a Tommy Tuberville, you know, if he was right. a Ron Johnson, you know, if he was a Mike Lee, if yeah. he was throwing if he was up there visible and present and fighting, I would feel good. I'd say, I got my senator, I'm backing him. You folks get behind him and then when the hordes come, I'll be here That's to help right. you defend the, the, the defend shoulder. the whole homeland. But he's just not doing that. Yeah. Folks, uh Colonel Burton and his uh website is gonna be uh Burton for USSenate.com. Check it out. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, the final few minutes of the first hour. This has been a great interview with Colonel Burton. Uh, brother, we've got about three and a half more minutes. Whatever you want to tell the people, how they can get involved, get plugged into your campaign. Are you going to be uh, appearing anywhere here locally and when and where? Yeah, uh, we'll be we'll be uh, in to the uh, grip and grins, and we'll be speaking at those. So if you can support that little local uh, okay. engagement, just go go on Facebook and say grip and grin, and and be there. We'll be at the first uh, Monday there. I'm sorry, first Wednesday in uh, in January, right. and we'll hit that again in Tuesday, and then. You know, we're looking for, you know, I'm frankly still looking for good opportunities to speak. So if you want to get a group together, you know, contact us at burton for com. My email is on there. That can get to the group out there. We can come down and, and we can uh, we can speak to you. Uh, but, you know, since we don't have a lot of time left, I do want to talk about the truth one more time. And I want to talk about the key to all of this. And God gave it to us because, you know, I'm flawed. We're all flawed. And, you know, my preacher kind of taught us that, you know, you get up every day and you do your best. You got to... You, you, you were saved. God gave his only begotten son for you to save you. Uh, you accept his grace, forgive yourself, and you move on. It doesn't mean you don't, you don't have repentance for what you did, but you don't, you don't let that, don't let that uh, 
get you down. You've you got to get up to where you are today and what you're standing and what you're seeing and, and activate with that. And if you have you take that grace, that'll give you the strength to, to, to not worry about it. And then the other thing is this, and I kind of learned this. You learn this as a fighter pilot uh, early in the game and, and having done five combat deployments. God is going to judge us on his timeline. Do not waste it. Don't let fear run you ragged because if you're operating off of fear then why did you become a christian why did you why did you why do why do you worship god if you're going to be fearful uh because he's got you so if you if you believe those things and and you and you have that grace and you accept the grace you can you can operate without fear and then finally what i really want to talk about is the importance of what we're talking about here in the truth and a lot of people don't have that. There has been a great deception on this country, like one I could have never imagined, right? And most of us that are listening or that out there listening and obviously me here talking about it, we know and have seen truth that a lot of people still haven't seen yet. And a lot of people are waking up to that. And as they wake up to it, we're going to have to have grace for those folks, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not, if you ridicule folks as you bring them to the truth, that's not going to work. All that's going to do is harden their soul. So right. if I see someone walking around with a mask on indoors or in a car by themselves, I, I don't hate that person. I just know that that person has been greatly deceived. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that I shouldn't say, you know, and let people know in, in venues that are appropriate that they shouldn't uh, wear a mask. It's right. not working. That, Folks, that's uh, uh, Burton. For USSenate.com. Burton, B U R T O N, for the number, USSenate.com. Brother, I appreciate it. You, we got to have you back in here. You're exciting. Good to hear, folks. He has that military bearing about him. Former Marine. How many years you spent? 30 years. 30 years. He's stamped on both sides. He's certified. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. Man, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, that's Colonel Gannon Burton, G-H-A-N-N-O-N, Burton, B-U-R-T-O-N, and that's Burton for USSenate.com. The real deal, Holyfield. He's going to give old uh, uh, Roger a run for his money, and what I believe is going to happen, the events that are going to overtake this nation over the next 12 months are going to be so monumental. It's going to be a jump ball in every election. None of them should take it for granted. Even old uh, uh, grimy Mike, who uh, uh, who's telling us the virtues of uh, his belief system and all that he intends to do. He's going to secure the border. Uh, hey, bro, why don't you secure the J6 prisoners that you railroaded in the jail? But anyway, that's another show. But, uh, folks, keep an eye out for uh, Mr. Gannon. Uh, you can go to his website and, and check out more about him. He's written a book that when uh, it's released in January, we'll have him back to talk about his book and his time as a pilot and as a 30-year Marine Corps uh, veteran, well, service. He's a veteran now. So hat tip to him, and we look forward to that. Uh, it's going to be an open forum. I thought we were going to have John White from Two Gun Tactical. John was not able to make it. Sitting here, my fingers crossed. I wanted to get an update on what's going on with the uh, new location. Two Gun Tactical, located in uh, 667 Casey Lane, there in Flowood at Flowood Drive in Casey Lane. You can go to Two Gun Tactical and check out the offerings, course offerings, uh, what uh, uh, weapons they have available, ammo. They got ammo out the wazoo over there. You can get what you need. And they can get what they what you don't uh, what they don't have right now. Same way it is with firearms. 
they have 85 firearms that you can rent, test, check out. And、uh, the gun range time is only $30 an hour. And for an extra $15, so for $45, you can shoot for an entire hour, you and your bride, and you can have a good time there or whoever you want to shoot with. We encourage you to do just that. And of course, the new location at Lake Harbor and Highway 51 is coming along, and I just wanted to get a complete update, timeline, et cetera. So when John is able, he will be through here and bend our ears to that effect. But in the meantime, in between time, This hour is brought to you by Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters. The hotline number is 879 0002. And of course, CompleteExteriorsMS.com on the web. There you can go and schedule an appointment. And they'll come out and give you an estimate on any repairs, replacement、uh, with roofing, roofing gutters, windows, siding,、uh, anything dealing with the exterior home, patios, porches.、Uh, check it out today. So, Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters. All right, folks, it is an open forum here this hour. And we've got a couple things that we want to throw out there for your edification and uplift. As pointed out, there were,、uh, I guess the people realize it's coming to the end of the year and we don't have the requisite number of murders here in Jackson. So the homies are trying to get their weight up.、Uh, Memphis has been spotting us and making us look bad. We've fallen to like the fourth or fifth place of numbers of murders.、Uh, Here in America, and that just won't do. If we can't be number one, number two won't do. So, we're looking for another banner weekend of murders going into the new year. So, this is、uh, October 18th. So, we got another. Let's see here. So that's five. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got about another 12 or 13 days to get your killing on. And、uh, we know you will not disappoint because that's the way you roll. Death and destruction is what follows you. But anyway. We won't belabor the point, but we do want to encourage you to、uh, be strapped down in Jacktown. And if you don't know the Lord, you got a good chance of meeting and just hope that you're prepared when you do. But、uh, don't say you want one. All right.、Uh, also, folks, you know, the position I occupy here behind this microphone Monday through Fridays,、uh, two hours. Every day, Monday through Fridays. I'm in a unique position to say a lot of things that are on my heart and a lot of things that need to be said. And as Colonel Burton pointed out, and I agree, I'm gravely concerned with the condition of our nation. I'm gravely concerned with the analysis that has brought us to the point that many think that there's nothing that another election won't solve. What I believe, and I think the Colonel articulated something similar that this is our last hurrah to get this right. People with evil intent, they have every, every advantage to run the table on our freedoms. And if we don't stand up. So, to that extent, I, your host, Radio Strongman. Okay. Today is October 18th. Oh, okay. Okay, December、uh, 18th. I'm sorry. I'm glad I got a fact checker out there in the uh, uh, Bobcat. Thank you, sir. But、uh, here, and I'm not smoking a crack pipe. It's meth. Thank you.、Uh, but no, we have to start calling a spade a spade. We can't continue to play and indulge these people. While they maim and destroy our kids, they maim them physically, destroy them mentally.
playing games with them, dressing them in the opposite sex because they, the parent, thinks that、uh, this is a little project or this is a toy, not taking their parental rights serious, their parental responsibilities serious. And we're standing up here because this affects our future also when you have all these mentally ill people out here who have been driven mentally ill by adults. Already on the stage of life, already hadn't gotten their education, already had gotten their job and their secure place in society, and they're ruining it for everybody else simply because they can. They don't have the common decency to respect the common areas of our life, and yet they go into the public square and the common areas and impose their will on everybody else. We got to call them by their proper pronoun. We got to respect them on every damn thing because they say so. And yet, they don't respect your right to say, hey, you're a man. You're a woman. No, I'm not. And then they want to try to get you fired. They want to get you run off a job. Folks, it's time to push back. End of story. We got people who are doing things wrong. And yet, they want us to subsidize them. We have people who won't work. People won't pour their own weight and they want everything that everybody else has on demand and as often as everybody else gets it. And yet, they don't want to contribute to society other than their presence, breathing the rarefied air. And they offer nothing else to anybody else? Uh、uh-uh. uh. I'm just telling you now, the answer is no. So, I'm saying all this to tell you this here. On Thursday, I got a text. Was it Thursday or Friday? From a local black person who texted me and said, Kim, Mr. Wade, Mr. Wade, you turn black people off with what you're saying. Okay, well, let me address that, black man. So, so you're turned off by what I say. And I'm inviting you to subscribe to and yield to truth, facts, and the word. And you refuse to do it. You tear up everything you put your hand on. You destroy every opportunity. You waste every resource that comes into your hand. And then you demand. That somebody talked to you in a manner where you don't feel bad while you destroy the common areas of our life with your lackadaisical behavior, your wasteful behavior, your ingratitude, your insolence, your destruction. You're just playing on nastiness. So nobody can be disappointed with you. Nobody can be offended by what you do or say. And if they are, you don't give a damn because you keep doing it. But I'm supposed to be moved by the fact that you're turned off by what I said. Hoss, gird your loins because it ain't going to end. That's what I was saying at the beginning of this monologue. I'm in a unique position to bring this message. I'm just going to say forthrightly, black folks. The black Democrats within the black community have ruined the black community utterly. And they don't intend to let up. 
They don't think they're doing anything wrong. And they think they're going to do this in perpetuity. And I, and I would say to you, a lie. So, all of those of you who feel like him, and may there be many, and may all y'all get together, one unto another, nut to butt, close as you can get, and you're still outnumbered. I'm coming after you. We're not going to put up with this. You're destroying society, not just the black community. This is the story of Esau and Jacob. You waste everything that comes into your hand. There's no excuse for all this failure, death, and destruction, trash, nastiness, ungratefulness in our community, but for you and on damn Democrats that you run with. You can't point to anywhere in this city, anywhere in this country, where your coalition makes anything better. And you don't like the way I talk. Well, Hoss, let me clear my throat. Let's go to Mobile Bob. Mobile, what up? Hey, man. How you doing, sir? Speaking uh, of standing up, do you see where that guy beheaded that satanic t- uh, thing in Iowa? That <laughs> yeah, that's Mike. Yeah, that's Mike Cassidy. He's one of ours. Uh, uh, he he lives over in Meridian, mm-hmm. Mississippi. Oh, does he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He well, that's one way to stand up. Yeah. Of course, the lame excuse by the uh, governor was, you know, which uh, with uh, free speech, you know, it's probably freedom of speech and blah, blah, blah. That would be fine if you really meant that, which means that if somebody wanted to put up a clan, uh temple monument or whatever, you allow them to do it, right? And you wouldn't, or something with swastikas or whatever. If that's if you you'd allow them to do it, well, of course not. You wouldn't. And if you wouldn't allow them to do that under the so-called it's hate speech, then how is it not hate speech to uh, have a temple to Satan next to a nativity scene in uh, in the uh, in Iowa City Council in, in Iowa State House or, or State House? So they, yeah, you have free speech for everybody. Well, in which case, you know, speech you don't like. Or, yeah, no, you agree. Okay, yeah, there's, there's limits there. Um, you know, when it comes to, uh, to uh, displays in state houses. So, yeah, we're going to take this down, too, because it defends people. Because you wouldn't allow it to, you wouldn't allow anything that defends Jews or black people right. to be in the Iowa State House. Well, then, why is it okay to defend Christians to that degree? Mm-hmm. And they certainly wouldn't put up a, a uh, anything, an uh, image of Muhammad up there. Anything dealing with Islam, they wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But it's only because they think they can push Christians around, they do it. And the government backs them up. <laughs> I think to that extent, I guess it was to get there that offends Muslims, too, because they, they don't, uh, they believe in the devil and they're offended by it as well. Mm-hmm. And, as well. But yeah, but they got to take a lace took Madison in his own hand. Cut the <laughs> cut the head off, <laughs> and they cut the, they, but in, uh, Michael Knowles, what another guy pointed out, yeah, you all didn't say about this taking down uh, your statues when it was uh, BLM doing it or Antifa doing it, right? Uh, statues in front of courthouses, and state houses, uh, you know, from uh, uh, Civil War uh, heroes and whatnot. You didn't mind them taking those down and destroying those, right? Nobody got arrested. In some cases, they got rewarded for doing it. But you want to arrest this guy for uh, defaming, defacing the statue, uh, whatever, to uh, to Satan. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
but you know things like that that we gotta have to be more bold with it you know it's uh it's unfortunate but that's where they seem to be pushing things yeah again they intend i mean just think about it somebody was making a good they went off a list of things today that you can no longer trust or believe in you know whether it's vaccines whether it's voting or they are breaking everything that can be broken and all these folks who's supposed to be good people who love the Lord go along with it because the folks are wearing their team jersey. That that love of Christ is clearly suspect. Their the, the uh, what is it fidelity to His word is clearly suspect. At some point, you got to say no, we can't do this. But it seems like there's nothing that they are against, bro. Exactly. And uh, I think Mark Diver on his on this show today was talking about the difference between. Uh, neocons and, you know, America firsters, uh, Republicans. Because, I mean, there are definitely two different types of so-called conservatives out there these days. And he's right. Uh, you know, neoconservatives just can't find a, a, a uh, war they don't want to get us into. And they all, and they never seem to want to do anything about the board or anything else for that matter. Right. They just want to talk and have the issue, but never actually do anything about it. And, uh, of course, America firsters, like, uh, the, uh, which are like the Trump, and that Trump, uh, and uh, in, in, uh, put uh, cost in the beans. Mm-hmm. We're about the opposite of that. We want to, our country first, and we don't want to be uh, going to have people haul off into war uh, endlessly all over the world. I'll keep on seeing these, uh, you know, these uh, uh, these wounded veterans on these on these commercials. And everyone I'm gonna look at, you know, they some of them are really young. But I keep thinking, yeah, you're wounded because of some war we had no business being in in the first place. And some in some a lot of cases started by uh, by a Republican, a neocon Republican, because they just can't seem to stop have one and us involved in some war. You shouldn't be injured, man, but you are because we we can't seem to stay out of wars. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Putin uh, over there in Russia, he's making it clear, folks, this evil that is trying to engulf the world has to be stopped. And if you notice the MAGA movement, the Christian patriots and the rednecks, people who are lovers of God, lovers of country, as are the Russian people under Putin, same thing. They love the country and they love God and they just want to be left alone. And these people, want they don't want to leave anybody alone. As somebody pointed out today, they don't just, uh, they're not against hate speech. They're against speech that, uh, that they hate. They hate whatever... Yeah that somebody opposes them, they want them dead. They want them destroyed. They want them unable to speak. That's what I'm saying, folks. We might as well have this battle now. We need we need to start hunting Bill Gates down like a damn rabbit, him and Cyrus and the rest of them. As soon as we see them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's, I mean, that's a great point. That They call it hate speech, but all it is, like you just said, a speech that they hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, and uh, that's a, huge, a huge distinct difference in it. Which is why you should never, we should never have allowed the idea of hate speech or hate crimes to be put out there. That was the whole point of them putting it out there, mm-hmm. was to silence people and to label people in certain things and to control speech. That's why they left support that in the first place. One about because uh, people don't get punished enough when they hurt black folks or say bad things about black folks. No, it was a, 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 a foot in the door to control what we say and control what we think. Absolutely. Brother, look, we're up against a break. All right, man. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back. It is Monday. And I want to remind you, folks, you're thinking about、uh, getting that boat service for the、uh, winter, over the winter? Smith Marine, smithmarinesales.com. Online, if where you can go there and schedule your appointment to get that watercraft service. Be ye ready for the、uh, boating season next year. And if you're looking for purchasing something, you might want to stop by there now and just kind of get an idea. Okay, I'm getting ready to hit this lick, going to get this end of the year bonus, going to get that 13th check. More money, more money, more money. Well, go to smithmarinesales.com and pick up that pontoon boat. Or if you need a bass boat, any kind of watercraft you can think of, they can get it if they don't have it. That's smithmarinesales.com. So, whether it's、uh, winning that next bass tournament, water skiing with the family, or tracking waterfowl, folks, your next boat and watercraft coming from Smith Marine. Will put you in the league of all the happy people on the res. And you say, man, I wish I could roll like that. Well, now you can. Financing is available. Check them out today. SmithMarinesales.com. All right, folks, because here's the deal. Somebody said, well, you said the last election was the last hurrah. Okay. The last election was stolen. So it was the last election for certainly fair elections. See, so many people think this is a game. They think this is about、uh, gotcha. Got him. Okay, if that's what you think, that's fine. I had uh, uh, ran into a friend. He voted for Trump twice. He's telling me that Trump lost him after,、uh, after the way Trump acted after J6. And I'm thinking, what, the, what did he do after J6? So it's clear this person listening to the news, he really don't know what Trump did. Because Trump didn't do anything. He's been accused of doing a lot of things. So I told him, I said, Well, you lost me after you told me that Trump lost you. Because you ain't said nothing about all the lies, all the setups, all the framing, all the spying, all the illegal wiretaps and surveillance. That has been revealed in the, on the same news, CNN and all these other places that you watch or wherever you watch your news. And you didn't come to Trump's aid. You didn't make this public proclamation. See, this is what I'm saying, folks. There's so many flaky people out there that you cannot depend on. This is what I was telling Colonel Burton during the break. Brother, we're down to Gideon's army. You got some folks out there who think this is a game. You try to tell them, hey man, dog, we, you need to be concerned that they don't care. They're not going to be saved and don't waste any time on them. And as he said, you know, you don't have to ridicule. And I'm not ridiculing, I'm just saying, bro, I'm glad you told me this because I know come crunch time, don't waste a sandwich on you, don't waste any resources on you because you can't be true. If you can't see. What they did to this man over the last six years, but you, you're upset with what he did or you believe he did after J6. Bro, you were never with him. You were with the crowd that was with him. It was popular to be with him. Because at the end of the day, in your heart of hearts, you share the values of those who perpetrated all that evil against him. No, folks, we got to, we got to mark them. We got to quit pretending that these folks, that it's okay and these folks are going to be okay. No, we need to look, we need to mark them and leave them alone. 
There's no need of wasting rations on them. They put their lot with the evildoers, let the evildoers feed them. Now, I don't know if you saw Vivek、uh, dealing with the uh, uh, CNN reporter. When Vi- Folks, this is why I like Vivek. Here, could you just go ahead and send it to him? This is why I like Vivek. It's because, you know, Dixon says that he d o n t know anything about this guy. Vivek is out there, if nobody else, while he has the microphone and has the stage. He's calling out and fighting to the best he can at this time, anyway, for the J6 who are incarcerated. Hey,、uh, Nikki Haley's not doing that. DeSantis is not doing that. But you know them. That's all you need to know. Oh, I know who they are, though. But now, if you're behind bars, if you've been railroaded, Is Dixon any help to you? Is Nikki Haley any help to you? That's one of the things when Nelson Mandela got, finally got out of jail. People wanted to say, well, why was he with、uh, those communists and all that? Those communists w a s with him when he was in jail. He may not personally believe in communism or thought maybe even if he believed in it, whether or not that was the best option or route at that time for the people of South Africa. But there is certain, certain things called gratitude. Now, Trump went to bat for us all those times, and you threw him under the bus. Now, and these are the, things, these are the questions I ask people. So, what were you doing all those four years? Show us your stellar record of standing at the, uh, uh, at the perimeter, guarding, making sure evil didn't get through. What were you doing? You were pursuing your life. Nothing wrong with that. But I know you have grace to give. I would ask that you give Trump some. And I know you got it because you're giving it all to yourself. That's what we do as human beings. We're stingy with it towards others, but for ourselves, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm just telling you, for those who don't believe me, You think these people are playing. The people who are arrayed against Trump, the people who are clearly working against this government, t h e y finding IEDs on the border while the FBI wages raise war against the American people. Chris Ray, Michael Guest don't say anything about it, Roger Wicker don't say anything about it. $200 billion that we know of. To Ukraine, no strings attached, and yet we're trying to cobble together funds to put water and sewage in Western Hines County that would open up Western Hines County and Eastern Warren County up for development. And people like Mr. Burton, people like Trump, people like Cassidy, all they're saying is America first, and you ain't for that while all the time damn begging. This is why I keep trying to tell black folks. I'm on over the break. I'm sorry. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And you know, I'm saying all this 
first of all, before we get to that, let me tell you about the gathering because, you know, they got some Christmas specials going on right now and the holidays are upon us. Fun and joy, and it's all busyness, but you can relax and enjoy great food with the good folks at the gathering in the town of Livingston on the corner of Highway 463 and Highway 22. You can also do that last minute shopping、uh, at the Mercantile Store and shop at the gift shop there with Lou. As a special gift for all of you, Tuesdays through Friday, starting tomorrow,、uh, at lunch, the gathering is going to sell all their blue plates, blue plates rather, for $10. With this economy, folks, this is a break for all of us. They continue to feature their famous fried chicken, sandwiches, and salads. Check out Facebook for their seafood and butcher cut evening specials. Also, the gathering can take care of your catering needs. Just call Shannon, 601 260. 1765. 601 260 Check them out online, Livingston Mercantile.、Uh, excuse me, LivingstonMercantile.com. I was going to say exchange. LivingstonMercantile.com. Also, if you buy a gift card to give away for the holidays, you, the purchase of the gift card, you'll get a $25 gift card yourself. So that's $125 value for $100 only at the gathering. Again, LivingstonMercantile.com on the corner of Highway 463 and Highway 22. All right, folks. And the reason why, again, we, we have to keep hitting on this because we have to rally the troops. We have to stiffen the spines of those who understand the lateness of the hour. Some of those folks don't. Some of them don't care. As I was telling the Colonel, you know, corruption is an industry, and it's all throughout Washington, D.C. Uh, Congressman Cawthorn,、uh, the gentleman in the wheelchair from Texas, I believe he's from Texas, pointed out, what, a year ago that Washington, D.C., the Congress and the Senate was nothing but a, a cess, cesspool of orgies and sex parties and drug dealing and drug doing and all that stuff. And now we get this breaking story that the, out of the U.S. Senate. That Senator、uh, Cardin out of Maryland, his office staff was in there packing the fudge on the Senate table. These people are sick, and you won't stand flat footed and say, say the same thing forthrightly. Because you're always trying to cut a deal with evil. And this is the reason why I can say with certainty this is the reason why the black community is floundering. Benny Thompson, chairman of the uh, uh, J6 committee, lied and said that he was not furnishing information to the various prosecutors that are prosecuting Donald Trump. Had to admit after being pressed, and the evidence came out in a letter that he was, in fact, doing that. And he's admitted that the evidence that he said was destroyed was sent to those black prosecutors. Georgia, Manhattan, New York State, Nevada, and anywhere else、uh, they're prosecuting President Trump. D.C. Folks, he's no different than the Ku Klux Klan. He, but he's true to the Democrat Party in their evilness. They were liars and murderers from the day they were born. This is why the murder in the black community ain't going away. You just got black Democrats doing what white Democrats used to do murdering people. 
It ain't going to change. The best you can do is ameliorate it. And this is what the listener's mad at me about because he said, I turn black people off because I say, stop doing stupid stuff. He d o n t want to stop. He knows it's not working. But he's here. If you notice how they're always ready to spring the length of their chain to defend everything that d o n t work. And everything that d o n t work are policies the Democrat Party put forward. They d o n t work anywhere in the country. And these folks want more of it. This is why I tell white folks, you're wasting your time. I mean, work with who God tells you to work with, regardless of color. But you can believe. 11 times out of 10, if it's a black Democrat, you're going to have some problems with things working out. It's what they do, it's who they have their allegiance to, dog. They kill their own babies. The black caucus is going to get behind a bill here in Mississippi to ensure that abortion is、uh, available as often as anybody needs it, which is fine if that's your thing. But out of all the problems that we have, Have you noticed that none of these black bar card holders who are in these positions do anything? Now, I don't know if Shakia、uh, uh, uh, is a bar card holder, but I'm talking about the case of the bar card holders and the politicians. They don't do anything for the black community. Not, not, okay, tell me what they do. Nothing. They only come over to WMPR. To rally you when the vote, when the black vote is not as high as the white man wants it, or there's a threat to the black vote. And then the black vote being low or high only affects white Democrats. Because black Democrats come from gerrymandered districts where they're guaranteed re election. This is why, the, look, folks, you're wasting your time. The black community is not interested in progress. It's interested in making sure the Democrat Party doesn't suffer any setbacks. That lawsuit's being brought against the CCID. The plaintiff in that, my friend Frank Figures, Frank is Derek's boy. All these old heads of my generations, we're making money off the black community with our positions that the white man is funding while talking that black crap. That's why, brother, you don't like what I'm saying. That's why I turn you off. What I say turns you off. Because you're getting turned on by them white boys putting your pockets on swole. Oh, I can read you Negroes to the ground, dog. That's why I said over the next year, I'm taking the fight to you. I don't have to win the mayoral election. You have to defend the BS that you've been involved in. You have to defend the BS that's bringing us these broken streets, broken schools, broken government, broken streetlights, broken everything. Explain it, brother. Why you want more of it? Because you've been taught to hate me. You've been street poisoned to hate what I stand for. You don't like my boldness. You don't like my balls. Because you're estrogen's field, bro. You ain't fixed nothing. Name one thing that's been fixed. Chris Bell, head of the Black Caucus, going down to the legislature. Negroes have nothing written down. Now, WNPI, Wanda, you start, you need to demand that them folks come over there with some answers. Charge them a higher rate 
if they go on there just to talk rhetoric with no answers. Now, where are all those folks that w a s buying up all that time before the election? Where are they at now? I'm just saying, folks, we're going to save this country. We're just cutting, them, we're cutting all this dead weight loose. And we're not doing it by color, we're doing it by attitude. If your attitude is funky, you better be able to pull your own weight. Because I ain't told nobody younger than me, and the only thing wrong with them is that they got a funky attitude. Oh, Bruh, you're going to starve. But we're not putting up with this crap where you, who can't get your crap together, making demands on everybody else. You don't want to change anything that you're doing or the way you've been doing it, but everybody else got to change to accommodate the fact that you won't change. Screw you. That's what the mayoral election is going to be about. This is what Marcus got to defend, or whoever else thought they had in the ring. Defend it. How are you going to be for black folks and you go out and buy、uh, three quarters of a million dollar car when you could have g a v e out some $10,000 grants with that profit that you made off the set aside contract and filled up every vacant uh, uh, shopping center in Jackson with somebody's vision of business、uh, startups? But you don't share. All you do is talk that black talk. Yeah, I want this election to be about me being a coon, brother. Bring it on. Let's take a break. All right. Woo, talking about strange, strange bedfellows. But anyway, folks, folks, this is not tough talk. This is just where we are. We can't continue to allow people who don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, this black guy who sent me this here, he's the same as these folks who want their pronoun. Enunciated clearly or whatever. Bruh, you ain't got that kind of control, dog. You guys are screwing up. You're doing things bass backwards and upside down. You don't know what you're doing. And these are community resources. And we ain't got to go along with it. Either get your crap together or get it moving. Don't take it personal. Take it with you. And this is not, again, I ain't trying to be bad or anything like that. I'm just saying, bruh. Men don't let other men push them around. That's why you Negroes ended up on the bottom of slave ships. Because you don't stand for anything. You buy into anything somebody t e l l you. You don't have the courage of your own conviction. You don't believe what you say you've been studying and subscribe to. That's the difference between me and you. So, you being upset doesn't faze me. And for those of you. Who want the luxury of voting against me? I understand that, bro. Do what you do. Because I can't appeal to someone who's satisfied with this mediocre lifestyle that's being ushered into a, onto us by people who say they love us. Screw you. I owe you zip. And you can't accept that. You can't accept a man telling you that. Well, bro, I just told you that. We're not going to keep doing it like this. And you're not going to be taking that which belongs to the black community in terms of reparations or set asides and keep all the money for yourself. If it can't go for our kids, it damn sure ain't going to be going to you. If you want a government contract, just be good at what you do. Get some of those black for a living folks to put their money behind you, and you can get in the game like Yates or whoever else. But we ain't giving you a leg up so you can screw over us where we can't even afford city services, water, and sewer, and everything else 
So you can ride around in a three quarters of a million dollars Mercedes Benz, you've lost your rapid mind. And you ain't had nobody say that to you. Let the campaign begin. But it ain't just you. We got the same problem with Roger Wicker, Guest, Benny Thompson. They're all takers. They've been living a good life, having their dreams and aspirations honored with our vote, and then they ruin everything that we hold dear simply because they can and somebody's offering them more money. And all we have is a vote to offer. Screw you. Let's take a break. We're back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace. If I had to ask you, was your life better off under Trump or Biden? I love Trump. For sure. Bring you love him? Yeah, bring the money back. Drop that stimmy. Drop, 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 drop that stimmy.